Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Welcome, friends. We're going to uh, listen together this uh, time to uh, what the Lord says in Psalm 11. Some people think that believing in God makes it a lot simpler to deal with hard questions. Because all you have to say then is, well, God's in control. But that can actually make it very hard to deal with difficult things that happen. If everything happens by chance, if God's not in control, I don't have to try to understand why one person suffers while his neighbor prospers. That's just the luck of the draw. That's just the way things go. But if God is in control, like the Bible says, and if he's supposed to be good and all-powerful, why in the world would he let horrible things happen to innocent people? Every cruel thing that happens, every injustice, every terrible tragedy, becomes a test of our faith in God. We have to decide which is more true, what we see, or what God tells us about himself in the Bible. That's what David's dealing with in Psalm 11. Things were happening in Israel that didn't seem to line up with what God had promised. Maybe it was a time when Saul was trying to kill David, or maybe it was later when his son Absalom was trying to take away the throne from him. Fact is, we don't know what was going on, but things were upside down. Things were going the wrong way in Israel. The wicked were strong and the righteous were weak. The wicked bend their bows. They set their arrows against the strings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. There's something outrageous about the situation. There's something deeply offensive about it. We can use those same words to describe what's going on in our culture today. The wicked are strong and the righteous are weak. We wouldn't be exaggerating if we said morally, socially, The foundations of society are being destroyed. But for David and his friends, the situation was even more critical. Because the crisis was in Israel, we might say the crisis was in the church. And you can hear the confusion and the fear in the question that David's advisors asked him. When the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's a rhetorical question. And the assumed answer is, they can do nothing. It's time when the foundations are destroyed to give up and run for the hills. David's answer to his advisor starts out with his confession of faith. In the Lord I take refuge. David uses the name Yahweh, and that name has history. That name identifies God as the God who makes promises, the God who is faithful forever. It means, I am who I am. And David says, in him I take refuge. I refuse to doubt him. That's where we need to start when the world seems upside down. By putting our faith in God. We need to say, I take refuge in the Lord. That doesn't mean I can hide from my problems. It means that I face my problems in faith. It means... I decide that what God has said to me in the Bible and what he has shown me in Jesus Christ is for me beyond question. 
This is how I chase away my panic and my fear, by exercising my faith in God. That means I turn from what I see and I look up. And when I look up, I remember how things really are. The Lord is in his holy temple. David's point becomes clear when he says the Lord is on his heavenly throne. In other words, the Lord is the ruler. The Lord is in control. But not only that, David says, from his throne in heaven, God sees everything that's happening. The Lord observes the sons of men. His eyes examine them. In one way, again, that might seem to make the situation even stranger. If the Lord knows what's going on, how can he let these things happen among his people? We need to understand something about the Lord. He's never promised us that he's going to make everything go our way in this life. Seems like that's what we think sometimes. As if that's what it means when God says he's going to take care of us. But the Lord isn't like those helicopter parents who try to make sure that nothing bad, nothing disappointing, nothing frustrating ever happened to their children. The Lord observes the sons of men. He watches both the wicked and the righteous to see what they do. But he doesn't leave it at that. God isn't just a spectator who's watching what people do in our world. David says he examines, he tests, he judges what people do, both the wicked and the righteous. Again, this is something you and I need to think about. Don't draw all of your conclusions about what's true, about what's going on from what you can see. Don't think that you know the whole truth about what God is doing from what you experience in the world. When it seems to you like things are upside down and backwards, don't give up on God. Don't think that he doesn't know or care what's happening. Believe what he tells you. He observes the sons of men. He sees it all, and he examines it all, and he's going to set it all straight. You don't have to worry about that. The Lord examines the righteous, or we could translate the Lord tests the righteous, and then we understand what God is doing when things seem to be upside down for his people. The Lord is testing us as believers. The Lord is looking to see how we respond, how we handle the trial of our faith. Peter says in 1 Peter 1 that God lets us go through those hard times so that our faith will be proven genuine. Jesus' brother James writes in James 1, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. And perseverance must finish its work, so that you may be mature and perfect, lacking nothing. Hard times strengthen faith. When you put your trust in the Lord in the midst of your trouble, you find out that God gives you comfort and light and hope, and your faith grows. Your faith gets tougher and stronger and deeper. The gospel becomes your help and your strength. You know God better. You trust God more. You find greater comfort in the love of God in Jesus Christ. And understand this, too. The wicked 
And those who love violence, God's soul hates. It's a very strong expression. Never think God doesn't care what people do to you. Never think that God just ignores all of the injustice and the abuse. God is against the wicked. God is against those who love violence and those who persecute his people. And he will judge them. On the wicked, he will send fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. That language, fiery coals and burning sulfur, suggests that David is thinking about the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, and he reminds his friends about what happened. The Bible tells us that in the days of Abraham, God destroyed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah because of their sin. And that's written in the Bible to stand as a warning, to say God does observe. doesn't always seem like it, but God knows what's going on. God examines what happens, and God judges the wicked. David says a scorching wind will be their lot. Literally, he says it this way, a scorching wind will be the portion of their cup. And when he speaks that way, he's painting a picture. He's saying that the wicked bring God's anger and judgment down on themselves by what they do, by what they choose to do, by doing what they want to do. It's like what Paul says in Romans 1. He looks around himself at the Roman society, and he says, I can see God is pouring out his wrath on this society. And he says several times, God gave them over. God gave them over. He gave them over to sin. That's how he talks about sexual immorality, for example. Paul says that sexual immorality is not increasing because somehow God's not able to stop people from doing what they want. That's God's way of punishing them. God's letting them have and do what they want. And the whole time, they think they can sin against God and they'll never have to answer for it. But they take that cup of pleasure, of defiance, of rebellion, and they drink it down with a smile on their faces. But the cup is full of poison. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. And he lets people destroy themselves by the choices they make. God is just. People want to forget that. But it's the truth. So the wicked will be punished. But upright men will see God's face. David's answering the question that his advisors asked. When the foundations are being destroyed, when everything's upside down, what can the righteous do? As if to say we can do nothing. David says, I'll tell you what we can do. We can put our trust in the Lord. We can keep walking in love, living uprightly, acting in integrity, for the Lord is righteous, and he loves righteous deeds. He's not going to let the wicked get away with their wickedness, and he'll never let the righteous lose what he has promised them. Of course, people doubt because God doesn't bring his judgment down always in this world. They don't see his judgment being carried out. But if we need proof that the Lord is going to punish the wicked, 
And if we need proof that he's going to vindicate the faith that we put in him, we only have to remember the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what Paul did in Romans 8, when he was comforting the believers who were suffering at the hands of the Roman government. He didn't say, hey, I can explain why this is happening to you. And he certainly didn't say, God must have no idea what's going on here, because he'd never let you suffer this way if he knew what was happening. Paul says, let's look at what we know about God. Let's look up. Let's think of what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. Christ's crucifixion proves, on the one hand, that God really is going to punish sinners. He won't let sin go unpunished. When it seems like the foundations are destroyed, when it seems like God is sleeping or like he doesn't care, like God's not going to hold the wicked to account for their sin, remember, on the cross, God poured out his wrath against sin on Jesus Christ. God will not let the guilty go unpunished. But to the righteous, the cross of Jesus Christ is the guarantee and the greatest proof that God will vindicate them. When we are suffering, when our enemies seem to have all the power, it seems like our hope is vain. It seems like our faith in Christ is is fruitless. It's not going to help us. But Christ's death is the fulfillment and the foundation of all God's promises. When things seem like they're upside down, when it looks to you like the wrong side is winning, remember, the Lord is on his throne in heaven, and he is righteous. He always keeps his word. He loves righteousness. So put your hope in him. And keep walking in his ways and trusting his promises no matter what. Because in Christ you know, upright men will see his face. Thank you for listening. 